Hello and welcome to Atomic Geekdom. My name is Dave. Joining me this wonderful summer August evening is the only pal you'll ever need from the Just Two Pals podcast, pal number one, Johnny. Hi, it's me. I'm here. I did it. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me here, buddy. We did it this time. All right, that's the show. We're done. All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So this is our first show since I don't know. It's been a while. In a book club that I wasn't a part of, so I actually have had like three weeks off of podcasting for this podcast in particular. Oh, um, nice. I've had no time off from Ringside Geeks, but that's the way it rolls. Um, <clears throat> well, wrestling never stops, and neither do you. <laughs> right, right. Can't stop, won't stop, uh, as, as Puff Daddy would say. Puff Daddy does say that. <clears throat> You're right. From time to time. Uh, <laughs> so... We're just going to treat this episode as kind of like a pal around with no topic in mind um, for you Just Two Pals fans that might be tuning in for the first time. Um, Just talk about random stuff that may come into our mind. And I'm going to start with one because she popped up right on my screen as I was clicking around. Uh, Zazie Beats as Domino in Deadpool 2. Yeah. Released a nice new picture of uh, Domino laying on top of a shag Deadpool carpet in front of the fire like we got for the first movie. With Deadpool. Yeah, nice, nice callback from that, uh, from that uh, Deadpool, Deadpool picture <clears throat> posted uh, years ago when yeah. they were working on the first Deadpool movie. That's awesome. She looks great. Oh, she looks amazing. Um, I'm, I'm psyched for it. I, I, I kind of tend to, to hope that the way it looks like here is maybe they're adversarial to begin the movie, and then they kind of come together for an X Force type thing at the end, but. All the talk was that Deadpool and Cable were going to be like a lethal weapon type buddy cop thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe Deadpool and Cable start working together and then Domino gets involved. They're like looking for the same guy or something, trying to kill the same dude. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it, it's, as far as like what the what the story could actually be, it, it really could be anything. Um, my assumption is that that Cable and Deadpool will throw down at some point and Deadpool and Domino will throw down at some point. But they'll all wind up kind of teaming up together. Yeah. And but she looks really good, dude. She, she She's like the hottest chick I think I've ever seen. She's amazing. Yeah, she is gorgeous. Um and then they had a second picture if you're on Twitter. I don't know if I haven't seen anybody else release it other than on Twitter where she's just, you know, standing in a normal production picture and Yeah, I think uh I think Ryan Reynolds released one and then she released one. Yeah. herself. Gorgeous. The curves on this woman. Good lord. <laughs> Those curves. But I know that she's got some sort of like uh she's um one of one of Cable's love interests. Like she was Yeah, Domino's I, yeah, Domino's a cable love interest in the in the comics. Yeah, so that's so that'll be interesting because uh she's a really she she's a really interesting and fun character in the comics. Mm-hmm. And uh and Cable's sort of very straight laced and you know, he doesn't doesn't have a humorous bone in his body. Um, right, right. So the the pairing of them, especially this uh, Zazie Beats and, and Josh Brolin, sounds really interesting. Yeah, not just being comrades, but but uh, for her to be his potential love interest in the film is very interesting. The look of Domino for the for the men and for the the ladies that enjoy that kind of thing was nice. But then, uh, not to be outdone, Brolin Instagrammed a nice little picture for the ladies and the guys that like that sort of thing, where he was actually naked. <laughs> Showing oh, off. I didn't see that. Yeah, he's he's kind of it's like a little bit lower than the waist high. Uh, him and I think his girlfriend or wife 
Um, she's not naked, uh, but she's flexing, and then he's, <laughs> he's showing off the the cable bod for those who might think he might not be able to get to, to cable size. And yeah, man, he uh, kind of covering his is, junk. He is. He's a specimen, Josh <laughs> Brolin. He's a right. good-looking dude. Yeah, hey man, and, he had to play Thanos. He did. He did mocap for Thanos. So let's not let's not think that he can't he can't whoop up in some muscle. Oh, he yeah, he's definitely capable of it. Yeah, but I know that when he was cast as Cable, he spent a lot of time like working out and getting in shape and 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 all that stuff. So he did the I mean, Chris the it, Chris Pratt diet. Went on that Chris Pratt diet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we need to do, Dave. We need to go on the uh, Chris Pratt diet. Document yeah, it. There's a YouTube. I can't remember what what uh, what like magazine conglomerate. Like, what if it was like Men's Men's Health or like Esquire or something like that? Did uh, we dieted like Chris Pratt for 30 days video and the guy? Oh yeah, yeah I saw. I, I actually think that was something like Buzzfeed or something. Yeah, yeah. I think it might have been Buzzfeed. Yep. Yeah. And uh, they got results. I don't know how happy you are after a 30 day of Chris Pratt diet when you're not doing it, yeah. you know, for a big paycheck. Um, well, the, the nice thing is, I guess, when you commit to something like that, you're only committing for 30 days, 30 days, and not, and then, you know, two years of production or whatever. Right. Then the Big Macs can come rolling back in. Then the Big Macs come rolling back in. You know what I'm <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Dave? You know. Right. Right. Like that's you know what's up. The Simpsons episode where they're just feeding donuts in Homer's mouth like a machine. I, I wish a, those machines actually existed for us at home. <laughs> I we could like buy them on Amazon. I don't. I'm sure it's out there. Look at Etsy. Etsy might have <laughs> one. Um, uh, Ian McShane is joining Hellboy Rise of the Blood Queen to play uh, Hellboy's like mentor. Excellent. Love Ian McShane. Yeah, I'm. I'm okay with both castings. I know people are all pissed off be- because it's not. You know Ron Perlman, and it's not Guillermo del Toro, but I like David Harbor. I'm re- currently rewatching Stranger Things, and I love him in Stranger Things. And uh, yeah, um, he's playing Professor Pro- Professor Trevor Brutenholm, aka Professor Broom. Professor Broom. Who? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it. I think uh, David Harbor is a great choice, and um. I don't I don't the, there are fans out there who would have loved to see Hellboy three. I would have loved to see Hellboy three and maybe tie up that story like Guillermo mm-hmm. uh, del Toro has been teasing for years. But the I, I don't I don't know at this point that it would have made the kind of money that the studio would have would have been OK investing into a story like that. Yeah. So whatever it was, the studio, the studio wasn't on board and wanted to move ahead with something with something different. So whatever it is, I'm excited for it. David Harbour's great, and I love Ian McShane. He's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. All right, I got two things that are right up your alley. Ooh. Uh, as of today, Ant-Man and the Wasp officially begins production. Yes! I'm so excited for this. I'm so pumped. <laughs> this is such a big deal. I know we got to chat while uh, the Marvel panel was going on at San Diego Comic-Con, and there was no footage, but there was that pretty sweet poster that came out. Yeah, there was that sweet poster, and they did kind of show some footage. Um, uh, production, uh, uh, no concept art for the wasp. Yeah yeah, 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 like concept art. But then they also, yeah, the the wasp apparently looks really great. Um, we heard uh, we heard the giant man is definitely going to make an appearance. We got that ca- casting news, yeah. Casting news. We got uh, what's his face, Lawrence Fishburne as Goliath, which is awesome, perfect. Mm-hmm. Makes sense that he'd be an older man like uh, like Hank Pym. 
Yeah. So they're probably old. They're probably old college buddies who were real good friends and, you know, where they helped each other with their work. And then at some point they split and now they're not on great terms, but then they turn to <clears throat> the Goliath for some help for something. Yeah. To, That's to my f- guess. To face off with uh, Walton Goggins, I'd assume, is probably the villain, right? Well, no. Well, I guess we don't know. We know that uh, what's her name? There's I can't remember the actress's name, but she's going to portray Ghost. Oh, right. Hannah. Hannah John Kamen. Yeah. 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 So um, Hannah John Kamen, she's playing Ghost. And and I don't know if that's going to be the primary villain. I assume if Walter Goggins is in it, he'll also be playing a villain. So, yeah. Yeah. You wonder if it'll be like a street level villain or, you know, like a like a like a tech guy, Uh, perhaps kind of in the vein of. What's his name uh, from Iron Man 2? Hmm. Oh, man. You know, I just looked it up. They're saying that he's playing Sonny Birch. Hmm. Who's a minor villain of Iron Man. So I'm assuming him and Ghost are probably working together. Sure. Yeah, you got the male-female going up against the male-female hero. Oh, that's good. Ah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Smart, smart, very smart. Um, but, um, and then the, obviously the biggest news was Michelle Pfeiffer being cast as Janet Van Dyne. Love it. Love it. Love it. Do That's you, great. Do you think we'll get to see some CGI young Michelle Pfeiffer in the costume? I should hope so. I think so too. I should hope so. That'd and be do awesome. you think, do you think she's only in flashback form or do we get to see her, um, you know, being found? I think we'll see her being found. Yeah. I, th- I think that'll be, I think that'll be on Wasp's agenda. You know, like that, like it's important to me that we try to find my mother mm-hmm. because I've got the capability of of doing that now. Well, so. since yeah, since Scott was able to do it and, mm-hmm. and come back, you'd think it would be a priority. Yeah. So uh, she'll I definitely <clears throat> think she'll factor into the story in some way. Um, I it's it's just it, the the idea of, of getting a, a Hank Pym and, and Janet Van Dyne reunion in this movie is very exciting to me. Mm-hmm. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer is, is a great is a great choice for the cast. I, I found out, too, that um, uh, Evangeline Lilly was asked, who do you think should play Janet Van Dyne? Like after the first Ant-Man movie came out and she was like, well, the only person I can think of is Michelle Pfeiffer. Wow. Yeah. And then they ended up getting her, which is pretty cool. That's a good that's a good story. I love when that stuff works out. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. They had she had an idea in her head and it obviously matched up with what the producers and the and the writers and Marvel wanted. So, yeah, you always like to hear when a, awesome. when a director or a writer creator says I had this person in mind and we got him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Those are those are great stories. And usually those are the best characters, too. Like, it you work, know, in the yeah, movie, they're, it works. They're, out. they're just perfect for the role. Yeah. It usually works out well. I think um, I heard that about Drive and Ryan Gosling, too, at one point, that the guy who was doing Drive was like, I got to get Ryan Gosling or it's not even worth doing. Interesting. I think. Okay. So, yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp officially started. It's my most anticipated movie of 2018. Can't we'll, wait for that. We'll talk about, uh, I kind of want to talk about most anticipated for the last quarter of the year here in a second. Ooh, okay. Um, but I want to move from your favorite Marvel character to your favorite DC character because CW's, yeah. CW's The Flash had some news um, for season four. Uh, looks like Barry or Wally, probably Barry, is going to get a new ally in Ralph Dibney, a.k.a. Elongated Man. Yes! Played by Hartley Sawyer from Saving the Human Race and Miss 25th. No idea. I don't know who he is, but I do know who Elongated yeah, Man I've is. I've never heard of him before. Yeah, he's uh, Elongated Man. 
will be a lot of fun if he keeps his fast talking characteristics uh, from the comics. Um, that is a, a good characteristic, I think, to keep. And his his detective skills or maybe private investigator skills rival Batman's. So they certainly do. It should it should be fun to see him, you know, going along with with uh, with Barry Allen's CSI skills. And um, I think it'll be interesting. And then they also announced that uh, Machete himself, Danny Trejo, is joining the cast as Bounty Hunter Breacher. And Neil Sandilands will be playing the main bad guy, uh, the main big bad for the season, The Thinker. The Thinker, yeah. Well, we definitely knew it was <clears throat> going to be The Thinker. Yeah. Um, because they, they teased it enough at the end of the last season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, Danny Trejo playing Breacher, I'm assuming he's he's probably, what's her name's father? Gypsy's father. Oh, sure, sure. Um, because if he, you know, his name's Breacher, my guess is that he probably can do the same thing that what's her face does. They're both mm-hmm. Latino. So I think, <clears throat> I, I think he's probably going to, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, man. Um, I think he's probably going to be her father. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sad news though, that, um, 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 I can't, Tom Felton, Tom Felton. Yeah. will not be returning as a regular so they're gonna yeah that is a bit of a bummer probably write them out pretty early in the season i'm assuming yeah or or just scattered appearances throughout the season they might make mention that he's moved on to other things sure sure you know him and caitlin seems like she's fully reintegrated into the team yeah um so maybe they you know she was one of the reasons he stuck around. So if she's reintegrated, but he's not part of the team, then they whatever relationship they had may be over. Right. It's probably over. Right. Help me out here. At the end, uh, HR died, right? HR died. Okay. So they have to get a new Wells unless they're going with the other Earth Wells staying there. Hmm. Hmm. Because he was there when Barry got taken away, right? Uh, was he? I can't remember who was all there for the scene there. Yeah, I think he was. I think you're right. So I wonder if he'll stick around for a little while to help Wally, you know, kind of get get going and then maybe go back to Earth, whatever he was from, three. He was from Earth. Oh, he was Earth, yeah. Earth, Earth two. He's, no, he was Earth two. Yeah. Jay yeah. Garrick's Earth three. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the, I mean, the, the Danny Trejo is probably going to be a cameo just a glorified cameo in one or two episodes. Right. Um, the thinker, obviously very exciting that the Barry is not going to have to face a, uh, another speedster as, as a villain. I, I really wish they had done the thinker for the last season instead of going with Savitar. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you can't change, you can't change things now. It's too late. So I'm glad thinker's going to be a part of it. And then elongated man. I know when the show first came out, um, that was one of the things like for me, I was like, God, I hope they get elongated man. in at some point, cause he and Barry are such a great team. Um, they're best friends in the comics. So the fact that they're, they're finally doing it is very cool. Um, I was worried at first because when they, when they released, you remember a while back, they released, uh, those descriptions of mm. the, of the characters that they were looking for. And it was like, Ralph Dibney's like a fast talking streetwise, cocky, arrogant guy. And he's jokey. And I was like, that's plastic man. Right. Like, they're not the same thing. Um, 
So when they announced, when they confirmed this other guy, and I and I read the article. First of all, he he to me strikes me as a younger Ralph Dibney, the way he looks. So I thought that was cool. But then also they described him as like, you know, it's like scientific, and he's uh, and he's his detective skills rival Batman's, and that that right there makes me a lot more comfortable with with it. I don't think they're doing an obligation of Plastic Man and Elongated Man. Oh, I hope not. Do you think? <clears throat> and you, I think you'll get it, and I'll talk about it when we get. When you when you talk when you hear it, do you think we'll see a young Sue Dibney? Oh yes, absolutely. And do you think we'll ever get to anything near Identity Crisis uh, no. events? Oh man, that makes me a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think this universe is ready for they it. They did say that the crossover will be heavily DC related, like heavily in like yeah. DC lore. So I'm, I'm yeah. A, I don't know. I don't know how Identity Crisis incorporates all yeah, of the other characters. Right, right. Um, just yeah. I mean, it, it could. You got some Martian Manhunter in there, and you know, you get get everybody in there. We could get Martian Manhunter. We could get Supergirl from the other Earth. We could get. Uh, I mean, obviously, Deathstroke played a played a, a oh, role. Oh yeah, in it. yeah. Um, but but Deathstroke hasn't he turned over a new leaf now in Arrow? Isn't he like? One of Oliver's. Yeah, but he can't stay that way. They can't like him. They can't make him stay a good guy. I don't know. They cured him. They cured him of that illness or the the Mariku or whatever it was. Right. Thing. So um, I don't know. I you know what? If they do if if they do it and it and it feels right, and we you and I I think have agreed on this before, and I know I've said this a thousand times on many different things, but the story doesn't have to be word for word right you know panel for panel exactly the same as the comic as long as they keep the spirit of it so it doesn't even have to be deathstroke that is the one defending the culprit of sue dibney's murder it, you know it could be could be anyone else you know it could be merlin or it could be damian dark or something someone who's who's on a level that mm-hmm. that uh um that, that can handle fighting Flash and Arrow and the Legends. And that's the other thing. The Legends, I, I don't know how they factor into Identity Crisis unless whatever happened to Sue was an anomaly and now they have to come in to try to help figure it out and solve it or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure there's a way to do it. But if if they announced now that it was given, that it was going to be Identity Crisis, I'd be very hesitant to, to get <laughs> on board with it. But this series hasn't started yet. You know, each show right. hasn't started yet. So we may we may be looking at entirely different storylines and universes than we saw, you know, the last seasons of these shows. This is about the time that all those spoilers start coming out about, oh, set, this person was on set and they were shooting this scene and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you're not into that kind of thing, watch out. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll, I'll totally move off this after <laughs> after a second. But, I mean, Elongated Man is one of my favorite characters in comics. I, I love him. As much as I love Plastic Man, I got to Elongated Man first. Mm-hmm. So, I re- so I recognize the hype for Plastic Man. So I'll give you an example. If DC said we're doing an Elongated Man movie, I'd be excited. But I'd say you guys should probably do Plastic Man. He's a lot more acceptable He's a lot more uh, uh, out socially aware. People are more socially aware of Plastic Man. Okay. Um, but I just happen to love uh, Elongated Man more. I'm really excited to see how his powers look because that stretchy effect can be hard to pull off. Sure. And, uh, you know, like like Fantastic Four, like Reed Richards, terrible. <laughs> you know, yeah. the first two yeah. Fantastic Four movies, the Tim Story ones, it was bad. <laughs> and then, the of course, the Fant Four stick, that was, that was bad. Like... I want to see some good, unique, stretchy power uses. Um, 
because that's my that's my second favorite power. If I, Dave, let me ask you this: you can have one, you can have one power, and then you need a backup power if you can't have that first power. What are your two favorite powers? What would you pick? Teleportation. Number one. Okay, so you pick teleportation. Guess what, Dave? You can't have it. You only get your second favorite. What do you want? Flight. All right. You did it. You did. You passed the test. You won. <laughs> did, did I? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I would pick, obviously, super speed first. If I couldn't have that, then I'd go for that stretchy power because that stretchy power is baller. Sure. You can get anything from any room. Anything from any room? Yeah. That's fantastic. You can get into mm -hmm. any room easily. No sure. problem. I mean, seriously, like, travel is not an issue. That's a good point. You could uh, skydive without a parachute because you just become your own parachute. Yeah, that's true. You don't have to worry about getting injured, you know? Like you wouldn't want to go skiing in the Alps because the, the one of their one of their weaknesses is like getting super cold. Cold, yeah. It doesn't make you as it makes you more rigid. So sure. you don't have that elasticity. But like, you know, you fall from high buildings, you just turn yourself into a little bouncy ball and you hit the <laughs> ground and you bounce up and you land safely. Well, hey. Nothing wrong there. Nothing wrong there, Dave. <laughs> I'm into it. And I feel like I feel like I, I gave you the impression that I was shitting on your flight idea. No, no. Flight's no. great, buddy. You you do flight. You fly or teleport and I'll super speed or, or <laughs> elastic limbs and, and no problem. That's right. But if I if I can teleport, I don't need to fly. Although it would be nice. Yeah, that would be cool. Um it's definitely different. I mean if you yeah. teleport into the sky and then teleport back down it wouldn't be the same effect as right. actually flying from one location to another. But so let me ask you this. You're on the ground. You look up. You're like, all right, I'm going to teleport into the sky. And boom, you teleport into the sky. Can you just look forward and teleport in the sky to another point in the sky? Like, do you need to make do you need like to line connect of sight? with the ground and teleport? Or do I need line of sight? To, of, do I need to be able to see where I'm going or have seen where I'm going? Yeah, well, yeah, I, I think that's kind of built into the, most of those powers, right? The teleportation thing. Typically. You can't just teleport it to anywhere you don't know or you'll wind up in a wall. Right, right. Um, but I was saying simulate flight by teleporting, 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 oh, yeah. teleporting. Sky. Yeah, that depends on the laws of that teleportation power. Like, can, how, you know, can I just uh, just keep teleporting or does it take a, a toll on my body like a mutant? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Interesting. Are you actually shifting into another like right? Where do you go in between? Yeah, distance, yeah. or are you literally just you... dissolving your body and reforming it in right. another location? Right. Are you folding space and time to do this? Ooh, excellent question. Yeah, that's These a great question. All things to take into account while I'm teleporting all over the world, suckers. Dave, uh, if I could teleport. And it wouldn't be the power I'd pick. But if I could teleport, <laughs> let me tell you what I'd do. I would pop open an ice-cold, refreshing Mountain Dew voltage, Dave, because when you're teleporting and you're tired, and you've been teleporting all over the place, Dave, and you're exhausted because it takes a toll on your body, then teleport into a 7-Eleven grab yourself an ice-cold Mountain Dew voltage, Dave, and, and it'll just refresh your body, and you'll be teleporting in no time. What an ad. That was that was seamlessly thrown in there. I'm getting real tired of the Mountain Dew Voltage ads now. I feel like I've committed to them, so I have to do them. Sure, they're they're a chore now. 
They, they really are. I really just I, I wish Mountain Dew would just acknowledge us so that we can stop. This podcast brought to you with promotional consideration by Mountain Dew Voltage. Mountain Dew Voltage. Hashtag just two pounds. <clears throat> there you go. All uh, right, Dave, that's all I got. I'm done. <laughs> Wonder Woman 2. Everybody wants to know when it's coming. Uh, and it'll when be Christmas 2019. Yeah, wait, Christmas. Yeah. Uh, December, where did the date go? December 13th, 2019. So a little oh, bit early, early Christmas present. They've got some faith in that movie. Good. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they announced Batgirl will begin production next year. So that'll be out a little bit before Wonder Woman. So, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, the Wonder Woman 2 comes out a full, almost a full year after Aquaman, which is the 21st of 2018. Okay. And then we're just a few months away from, uh, from Justice League. So Yay. Yeah. Yeah, that that's gonna happen. That's a thing. Dave, who cares? Is what I'm asking. Bat bros. Bat bros care. Alright, fine. Bat bros care. Um, okay. So real quick before we talk about things that we're looking forward to for the last half of the year, I have mm-hmm. three movies in my in my queue ready to go that I'm going to watch hopefully tomorrow, but probably not tomorrow, but this week before the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is King Arthur: Legend of the Sword. Okay. Since I'm not you know going to the theater, I'll watch it. Why not? Um, Slight, which was a WWE Studios movie, but it's also done by the guys that made uh, Get uh, Get Out. Oh, okay. Uh, I think the producers of that movie, not necessarily. Uh, yeah, not not not, not, not Peel. Yeah, not Jordan Peel, or is it Jordan okay. Key? I don't remember. Like, what is it about? Is it about car uh, tricks? It's, no, it's about uh, superpowers. Really? Okay. The guy who can move things with his mind, I think, is the is the premise. Okay. It looks really, I hear look, I hear slight, and I think sleight of hand. That's kind of the idea, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, and then the other one I'm really excited for, which is kind of, I don't know how good it did, but The Circle. Oh, that's the Tom Hanks and... Um, Emma Watson. Emma or, Watson, yeah, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> John Boyega. Yes, yes. So, okay, yeah, the... I, I, I remember when that came out, and I was thinking, like, the cast, the cast is what would have gotten me in the theater mm-hmm. but i had to make choices on which movies i was going to check out and that yeah. unfortunately didn't make the cut the trailer looked really good i mean it seems like a movie i'd seen before with like antitrust and uh mm-hmm. you know even you know tv thrillers and stuff like that but um i don't know it's tom hanks I, john boyega can't be bad i seem to recall that movie getting really bad reviews oh well what do they know what what critics know <laughs> right uh, what did I see? Something that has uh, 100 on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Oh, Detroit. The, Detroit. The other John Boyega movie. Uh, Detroit. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know which one you're talking about. Okay. Getting okay. real good, good reviews right now. Um, I know before we started recording, you said you were watching Alien Covenant. Yes. Yeah, I was watching Alien Covenant. Um, I've uh, I, I, I sped through it. Right. So because I knew we were going to record. Oh, you did finish it. Okay. Um, there were there were about there were about 15 minutes left when you said, hey, let's get going. And I've kind of been watching it with subtitles before we were actually ready to record. So. OK, so it's done. I finished it. I finished it. Um, boy, did you see it? Uh, not yet. OK, well, then I won't talk spoilers. Okay. Um, uh, you know, OK, so here's the 
here's the thing. I think I think this and Prometheus, and this is just for me, right? And and this is just me grading it on a scale of like I'm a fan of alien movies, sure, and and science fiction. So yeah, right. Um, if I was gonna if I was gonna write a, an actual review of it, I'd be I'd I, I'd I'd respond differently. <laughs> um, because you know that there's a difference between you know liking a movie and grading a movie, right? I right. think. So, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry, Dave. I've had a cough for a while. No, oh, I got some dry throat action going on over here, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> better take a sip of this Mountain Dew Voltage. There he goes. To... There he goes. Mm. Oh, perfect, Dave. Perfect. Um, <laughs> let's see. What was I talking about? Uh, alien, alien Covenant. Alien Covenant and Prometheus. To me, they're on the same level. I don't yeah. know that one is better than the other. Sure. Um, I like the ideas in Prometheus, and I like the answers in Covenant. Okay. So that's really interesting. Um, Alien Covenant benefits from having two characters played by Michael Fassbender, oh. which which kind of bumps that up a little bit because, you know, he plays David and Walter. The, right. You know, both, both synthesoids. So um, I don't know. This one's fresh. I'd probably... I've seen Prometheus several times, um, and I've only seen this the one time, so mm-hmm. I, I, I I hate to compare them sure. with, uh, with such a uh, disparity in their in their viewings. But uh, Alien Covenant's fine. It's got problems. <laughs> it's got okay. just about as many problems as Prometheus has, I think. But, sure, sure. But the one of the one of the biggest issues I think people had with Prometheus was they went in hoping to get answers to where the aliens came from and they walked out with no answers whatsoever. Ooh. Um, but Alien Covenant, you go in with the promise of you're going to see this, and I think that in a hackneyed way it was delivered. Okay. Well, that's so. Yeah. I'll still... I, I enjoyed it overall. I think <clears throat> it, just as much as I enjoyed Prometheus. They're okay. Fine movies. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, that's on my list of things I need to watch yet, but I have, you know, I'm kind of not in a rush um, mm-hmm. to, to, to watch it. So I also, Dave, went and watched um, The Girl with All the Gifts. Did you see that movie? No, I don't even know if I know what that is. All right, so it's based on a book, uh, but and the movie is about, the movie and the book, uh, it's about a dystopian future where a zombie virus has broken out. And uh, there are some a group of kids in a military facility who are have the virus, but don't have <clears throat> don't don't transform completely okay. into the zombies. Um, there's a moment in the film when uh, when they're teaching the students and all the students are locked up in wheelchairs. All the kids are locked up in wheelchairs and they have a teacher and the teacher kind of shows one of them affection by like putting her hand on their head. And then this military guy comes in and he's like, hey, that's stupid. These guys are animals. They're not even humans. And he like spits on his arm and rubs it and holds mm. it in front of the one of the kids. And then all of a sudden the whole room, they start erupting in that kind of carnivorous Rah! like I need to eat that guy right now kind of thing and yeah. the story is about a girl who is able to kind of resist that um and forms a bond with uh the teacher and and uh ends up kind of traveling the traveling the, the land for a little bit with a group of people and the teacher's one of them so it was a really good movie and the girl that plays this little girl the girl with all the gifts the zombie girl she is fantastic dude she is so good. Like, seriously, she's going to be something amazing. 
Interesting. And these are. I mean, like... she is she is something amazing already. Um, sure. But uh, I'm I'm actually I'm actually gonna try to look it up because um, she was so good. Hold on, the girl with all there it is. The girl with all the gifts. Her name is. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, Senia Nanua. She doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Oh. Um, but she is she was really good. She was fantastic. Gemma Arterton is in it. Oh, she now you got me. Gemma, <laughs> isn't it Gemma? I think Gemma Arterton. Gemma or Gemma, yeah. one of them. Yeah, I have uh, a major crush on that lady. Yeah, I like her a lot. She's great. And then uh, Glenn Close is in it as well. Oh, of course. Gotta love Glenn Close. Yeah, yeah, she's fantastic. So that movie was really good. That was one I watched recently and I just and, uh, in preparing for our next little bit that I'm going to go into, I just discovered that the kid that, that plays uh, Mike Wheeler in the Stranger Things, mm-hmm. he's like the main kid. Um, mm-hmm. He's also one of the kids in It. <laughs> Is he really? I did yeah. not even know that from the trailer. He plays Richie to- Tozier. Tozier? I don't know how you say it. And he also is going to play an animated voice in the Carmen Sandiego show on Netflix. (laughs) Who cares? I do, man. It's Carmen Sandiego. Oh, yay! Where in the world is... Is it a cartoon show? Yeah, it's animated. I I probably won't watch it, but... Yeah. Hmm. There you go. Alright. Alright, so... We got about a half hour left. Uh, We got about uh, three and a half September, October, November, December. Four and a half months left mm-hmm. of the year. Uh, what are you looking forward to? Let's start just movies. Um, uh, we got August. Uh, for, for, yeah, five months. Let's just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> five, August, September, October, November, December. Yeah, five months to go. So what are you looking forward to in August um, movie-wise? Anything? Oh, you know what? Let me pull up the list of movies that are. Let me do that. Let me. I got it already up. Let me just go through it. Um, Well, but you don't need to list every movie. Okay. I've got it here right in front of me. Got it right in front of me. I'm looking through the list right now. Dark Towers, one I'm excited for. See, and I tweeted about it today. I should be excited. The trailers have not made me excited for this movie. Uh, The trailers, in fact, make it look pretty low rent, in my opinion. Um, I'm, I'm hoping it's good. I'm not a, I've never read the books or anything like that, but with the cast that it has, I have a feeling it'll be good. I don't know, Hmm. but it hasn't made me, it hasn't given me that, that summer blockbuster excitement that you expect, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I think there should be more excitement than there is. And that might Mm -hmm. be the fault of the filmmakers. That might be the fault of its, uh, you know, promotional team. Yeah. Um, but Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey in a movie together, that's, that's gold. And my favorite Viking, Catherine Winnick. Oh, Catherine Winnick's in it. Yeah. Is she really? Sure okay. is. Sure is. All um, right. Um, so, yeah, The Dark Tower, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fairly excited for. Are you, are you excited uh, for Holly Berry's Taken or Kidnap? Holly Berry's Kidnap. No. <laughs> it's her version of Taken, essentially. <laughs> no. I'm not excited for yeah, that. No, <laughs> I don't care about that. Um, you know, I won't see it in the theaters, but I will see it when it comes out on on DVD, which is that that horror movie Annabelle creation. Yeah, yeah, I'll see that. I probably not in theaters either, but yeah, it's it's <clears throat> there are very few horror movies I think that are worth seeing in theaters. No, you know, unless no. 
unless you unless that's your special thing like i you know saw is a big deal for me i i used to go and see saw every every halloween yeah and so a new saw coming out this year means i'll be going back to the theater in october to see another saw movie okay but i don't recommend that for everyone because it's not everyone's cup of tea nah no nah, I, didn't, I didn't enjoy the saw movies but yeah I'll, I'll there is a horror movie that's coming up that i will go to the theater to see for sure what's that well, let's wait till September when we get to September. All right, all right, yeah. all, right all right, all right. We'll wait till September. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is uh, I, I do want to check out um, Logan Lucky because the reviews for that have been really good. And it's got uh, Channing Tatum, Adam Driver, and um, uh, Katie Holmes. Shoot. Katie Holmes is in it. I haven't seen her really in anything <laughs> no. in a while. No, not since she broke free from, from Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> it's got uh, the Winter Soldiers Danny- in that. It's got uh, Sebastian Stan. It's got Daniel Craig, um, but it's got what's her name? Hillary didn't Swank. You just say, was it was Catherine Waterston? Oh, Catherine Waterston. Yeah, I didn't yeah. say her name, but yeah, she is in it. Yeah, and Seth yeah, MacFarlane. Yeah. I didn't know Seth MacFarlane was in it. Catherine Waterston. She's in that. Uh, she's in Alien Covenant. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, those the all of them together. I I've uh, grown a, a real appreciation for Catherine Waterston. She was in um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And I mm-hmm. wasn't a super big fan of that movie, but she was probably my favorite part of it. Her and... Uh, her sister. Who was? Well, her sister was great, but who was the guy? Who was the, the muggle? Um, oh, uh, Dan Fogel something. Dan, yeah, yeah, something like that. The, yeah, the two of them, Grape, Catherine Grape. Waterston and Dan Fogel. They, I love them both in that movie. Uh, Catherine Waterston, she played the main... Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember her now. Yeah. Uh, the dude, yeah, the dude from Balls of Fury and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Fanboys is a good movie if you have never seen it. Um, yeah, seen Fanboys. It's a good movie. Uh, yeah, for August for me, um, I'm probably not going to go to the theater at all. <laughs> um, but I am looking forward to Annabelle Creation on you know home viewing, and also Hitman's Bodyguard. Yeah, I'm interested in that, but it feels to me like it's <clears throat> it's it's not one to see in theaters. No, tonight. I mean it's an action movie, which would be cool, but at the same time, I'm just I I, I can wait. Mm-hmm. I do like the poster though. I've seen the poster yeah. when I went to the theaters with uh, Ryan Reynolds carrying Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, it's it's good. <laughs> and Seth Jackson's got his arm around Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, it looks funny. It looks it looks like it'll be a good you know kind of break from the the mm-hmm. dark and brooding movies that we get these days. Yeah, and that's also <laughs> got uh, Gary Oldman and Selma Hayek, and I yeah. like Selma Hayek and uh, and Electra, Elodie Young. Is she in that? Okay, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, um, yeah, those are decent movies, Dave. Yeah. Uh, September's got quite a few I want to see. Uh, I mean, only a couple that I'll actually go to the theater for, and one of those is a horror movie called It. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting more excited for that movie. That new trailer, man, was was solid. Uh, it was scary. <clears throat> yeah, I watched that work in the bright daylight, and I was still scared. <laughs> like it was, <laughs> it was still creepy. Um, which is good, wonder, which, a good sign. I wonder. Well, yeah, I mean, the 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 horror, or the scary elements of it aren't necessarily the clown itself, which they right. did play off a lot in the trailer. So, my hope is that they didn't sacrifice the integrity of the book for shock value of the clown mm-hmm. but Which, i i've it, got hope for it this is going to be a like a two-part movie right this isn't 
because they got to do the the grown-up sides of the story, which they have not shown at all. I don't know. Have they confirmed? Um, a sequel. Let's see here. July twenty-first. Dialogue in the second film that doesn't exist within the first film. First thing, it's, uh, it seems like we're going to do it. It's the second half. It's not a sequel. So it's the second half. It's very connected to the first one. So they're doing it. Uh, two cut scenes from the film will hopefully be included in the second film. Mm, okay. So it's going. It's not really a sequel. It's just a second movie. Okay. It's, uh, they're calling yeah. it a duology, not a, not a, not a sequel. Yeah, yeah, it's like the the two movies are really one movie. Right, right. Kind of like like the Lord of the Rings movies are like that. Yeah, making another movie from the point of view of the adults that could potentially then be cut together like the novel. I see. Okay. Yes, yes. So they they're probably crossing their fingers and hoping this does well because if it doesn't yeah. do well, it might not get its follow up, which would be very disappointing for it and Stephen King fans. Right, right. You said ideally we'd start prep in March. Part one is about the kids. Part two is thirty years later. With flashbacks to the kids. Okay. Mm. Well, we'll see. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so yeah. September, it. Um, Where did the other one go? Uh, Kingsman, the Golden Circle. Yes, 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 looks, yes, yes, yes. I'm looks, very excited for that. Looks fantastic. And then I will see it because I enjoyed the first one as campy and crazy as it was. Uh, but I will see this not reboot or remake uh, Flatliners movie. Oh, okay, yeah, the, with the uh, with the Ellen Page and uh, Diego Luna and Nina Dobrev. Hello, Nina Dobrev and Kiersey Clemens. Isn't she playing yep. Iris West in the Flash movies? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and Kiefer is back too, lest we forget. Ah, oh, I love Kiefer Sutherland. Girl, what's Kiefer. your favorite Kiefer Sutherland movie? Uh, Lost Boys. Mm, okay, all right, classic. Which classic. just just celebrated classic. like its thirtieth birthday or something like that. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's a classic movie. It's a good one. I would pick. Uh, I'd pick Phone Booth, even though he's not in it. Phone Booth, yeah, voice. yeah, that's a good one. I, I mean, I mean, he he conveyed so much in that in that in that voice. He is Jack Bauer to me, though, so that's hard to break it up into movies. He's he's Jack Bauer. It's twenty mm. twenty four. Yeah, yeah, okay, Jenny. <laughs> Can't separate. Oh no, no, I can, them. I can. I just think he had a better TV career than movie career. Is what I meant. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I agree with that for sure. Did you hear about mm. that 9-11 movie that they're doing with Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg? I've I just read about it. I have not heard anything about it. I heard about it a while ago and then it completely fell off the radar and then I saw it on the list here. It's coming out next month. A group of five people find themselves trapped in an elevator in the North Tower. I love how this plot makes you think that you've never heard of the September 11th. A group of five people find themselves trapped in an elevator in the North Tower of the World Trade Center during the September 11th attacks. They work together, never giving up hope to try to escape before the unthinkable happens. And we're talking Charlie Sheen and Whoopi Goldberg. Gina Gershon, Luis Guzman, Bruce Davison, and Clint Howard. It's already got criticism, apparently, from the trailer. I, I don't doubt it. This does not look like a big production um, with, you know, it's based on a book called Elevator. Ugh. Whatever. Oh, no. Uh, let's see. September. It. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, Kingsman, I'm also excited for. And. Uh. uh 
Uh, the, you know what? I'm I'm I've grown more excited for that Lego Ninjago movie. Yeah. When right. they first announced it, I didn't care, and then they've released two trailers, and I watched the trailers, and I found myself rewatching the trailers because I there was something about them that was quirky that I enjoyed. Mm-hmm. So that one I'll that one I'll probably see. That's fair. Uh, it'll be a rental for me. I'll see it, but I mean the 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 voice cast is great. So yeah, yeah, voice cast is really good. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, let's go to October. October. Well, obviously the My Little Pony movie, Dave. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. That's, no, that's no, no, the no, end no. of the show, folks. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, I might take my daughter to go see that one. Sure. It's, yeah, yeah. I'm not a I'm not a brony myself, so. I enjoy watching the episodes with her, but it's sure. not one of those kids shows that I'll watch on my on your own. own. Yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I getcha. So My Little Pony, mm-hmm. I'll I'll see it, but I'm not like super hyped for it. Um, Blade Runner 2049, I'm excited for. Mm-hmm. And uh, what else is coming out there? Oh, that stupid ass looking Happy Death Day. God, that trailer looked stupid. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I don't care. Doesn't your Saw and movie come out? Jigsaw comes out that month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to oh, list I'm sorry. Jigsaw's at the end of the month. Yeah. End of the month around Halloween. So I'm definitely going to be seeing that for sure. There you go. For sure. And then uh, oh boy, I saw, I saw the trailer for this movie. And I thought it was a horror movie uh, based on the name. But then I looked it up and found out it was based on a book. It's starring Michael Fassbender. The Snowman. And... Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, yeah, the snowman. <laughs> yeah, I saw a picture, and it looked like, is this supposed to be like one of those bad horror movies? <laughs> yeah, just based on the name, I was like, oh, this is a horror movie. Yeah, right, right. And it was one of, like, I was on a trailer-watching binge on YouTube, so, oh, okay. like, the snowman was up next. And so I see this name, and I see a snowman head, and I'm like, ah, oh, all right, some stupid-ass horror movie. <laughs> right. And then I and then I find out more about it, and, and now I'm actually excited to see it, especially because it's got Michael Fassbender, and I like him a lot. What about J.K. Simmons, as I'm saying. All right. What about the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre prequel, Leatherface? No, I don't care. I don't either. But, hey, good good job, Stephen Dorff, getting a gig. Hey, you're getting in something now. Good job. <laughs> and Finn <laughs> Jones, apparently, a, in that as well. A poor man's Kiefer Sutherland. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn. No, and Stephen I, Dorf. I like... And- Keeper Sutherland to a lesser extent. <laughs> yeah, that does insult us. I like Stephen Dorff, especially in Blade. Um, I liked him a lot in Blade. Uh, he was good. There was something else I saw him in that I was like shocked at how good he was. What was it? I'm gonna look at his list. Here. I'm gonna look at his filmography because I know he's been in a lot of stuff. But there was a movie I was watching. And I was like, oh my god, he killed it. <sighs> he's a good actor. Like I say, he was good in Blade. I just can't uh, think of his other movies right now. Uh, you know what? I you know what? It was uh Space Truckers? No, 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 no. Uh he had a he was in SFW? No. <laughs> Stop it, Dave. <laughs> he was in the um the crime the, the bio crime thriller. The uh about the hitman. The hit with man. fucking what's his name? Michael Shit, the Iceman. Oh. It was in the Iceman. And I like that a lot. Wow, that was newer too. Like past five years or so, something like that. Okay. So anyway, yeah, yeah, he was good in that. 
Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> October's no. done for me. What about you, Dave? Uh, I got nothing really in October. I mean, uh, I'll see. I'm not excited for it. I mean, it looks good, but I'm not a big Blade Runner fan, so Blade Runner, I'll see. Because um, I'm a big Jared Leto fan. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and it looks it looks cool. It really does look cool. Uh, so I will I will see it for sure. Um, I can't. Nothing really pops out on me in the rest of October, so I'm gonna move on. Okay. November though. Yes. Thor Ragnarok kicks it off. Mm-hmm. Number one most anticipated movie for this year. That looks good. It looks so good. So pumped. That trailer was hype. It was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know, man. It's the, the 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 pairing of Thor and Hulk is perfect. Taika Waititi seems like he was tailor made for this. Kate <laughs> um, Blanchett looks looks awesome. Amazing. Yeah, she looks great. I love the cast. I love the idea. I love that it's incorporating Ragnarok and Planet Hulk. Um, it, I don't know. I just it, it, I'm so excited for it. When this was announced you know a year two years ago however long it was when they were like thor ragnarok and it's hulk and thor i was like this is going to be a great movie i bet i I think they're turning thor around yeah yeah this is going to be not only a good thor movie which they really have not done i mean the other two have been fine just not a movie was 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 good i thought the second one was not right right they've been good and not i wouldn't put them as the worst of the mcu but they're not it's hard to rewatch both those yeah, Thor's the weaker uh, of the three leading right. uh, Iron of, Man, Captain America movies. You exactly. know what I mean? Like Captain yep. America's got the strongest trilogy, Iron Man, then then Iron Man, and then I'd say Thor. Which, yeah, probably I would say Guardians and Avengers might boot Thor out <laughs> before that. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, yeah. The way it's moving here. Well, the, both the Guardians movies were, were good. Both yeah. the Avengers movies were good, with Avengers: Age of Ultron being obviously the weaker, the weaker. of the two. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Thor. Thor has the weakest set of films so far, I think, because yeah. the first one was fine, and then the second one was problematic. I don't think it was a bad movie, but it, it just felt wrong. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. It just felt wrong. But so. it, it it seemed rushed, and yeah, there was a lot wrong with it, but. Uh, also, uh, we get Thor, and then we get Justice League, uh, like two weeks later. Mm-hmm. Which we'll both see. You know you're gonna see it, so. Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, I'll see it. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's that's it for me in in November. Oh, okay. Well, for November for me, obviously Thor Ragnarok. I'm not looking forward to it, but I'll see Justice League, and I'm going to try to see it before I read any of the reviews, because I don't want potential right. positive or negative reviews to influence me, because I'm so passionate about this movie, and not in a positive way, that I do feel like if if, if I start tipping one way based on feedback, it'll yeah. affect my judgment of the film, so sure. I gotta go in. Same thing I did with Wonder Woman. I was hesitant, I was nervous, I didn't have the most faith in DC, I didn't have the most faith faith in Warner Brothers, um, and, and so I, I went in going, I hope this is a good movie, but I'm going to not be upset if it's bad, I'm just right. going to be okay. And so that's what I'm. That's how I'm going into Justice League. And you were, you were pleasantly surprised with Wonder Woman, right? More than pleasantly surprised, that's yeah. one of the best movies of the year, I think. There you go. There you Wonder go. Woman is the best DC movie 
in the in the DCEU and it to me it's one of the best DC movies ever. There's like the Richard Donner Superman uh, and and the Dark Knight and then I think Wonder Woman's hovering right below those. There you go. The Trinity makes the top 3. They do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Equally, yeah they do it together too. So it's nice. Uh, let's see. Murder on the or- on the Orient Express. I'm actually kind of excited for that. Are you? I I'll see yeah. it. I'll see it. And again, not in theaters, but I'll see it. Yeah, I love the cast. I love Did uh, you watch the trailer for it? Yeah, yeah. I'm a big Kenneth Branagh fan and he directed I love it. So. Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, yeah, he's great. But it's got like Penelope Cruz and Johnny Depp and Josh, Josh Gad. Gad yeah. Willem Dafoe. Isn't uh Daisy Ridley in that too? Daisy Ridley's in it. Uh Judy Dench is in it. Hold on, let me Dame, look at the list. Dame Judy Dench. How dare Dame you. Judy Dench. Kenneth Branagh. Uh, Kenneth Branagh's in it. <laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer's in it. Oh, hey, there you go. All right. So we're getting a Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer res- renaissance. So I'm actually excited for that one. And then uh, there was, I think there was one other one. Um, oh, is the Disney and Pixar Coco movie. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Which uh, it, it's to me, it was like, uh, like when Brave came out, Brave, the trailers came out and I was like, this doesn't look that interesting, but I'll go and see yeah, it. Right. It was a fine movie. It didn't deserve animated feature of the year, but no. it was fine. So, yeah, yeah. I'll see Coco. I'll check it out. I'm excited for it. All right. All right. Ready to move on to December? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all I got. Well, there's there's two other ones aside from it that I'll see. Uh, but all I am looking forward to is The Last Jedi. Ferdinand. No, that is not not even on my radar. <laughs> <laughs> for Ferdinand, voiced by John Cena, you're not going to see that. Nope. If I did see it, it would be for David Tennant, uh, and it had nothing to do with John oh. Cena. But knowing that John Cena's in it, I won't see it now. Oh, John Cena's great. <laughs> John Cena's not great. Um, oh, John Cena could be hilarious. Um, but Star Wars, and then I'm going to see The Disaster Artist. Uh, oh, yeah. Because the the history behind that movie, uh, you know, what it's made about, and the cast mm-hmm. is hilarious. That trailer was really good. Yeah, the trailer is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love the trailer. Is just trying to get the cut of that one scene. I did not hit her. I didn't. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Yeah. Oh, that was. So good. And you've seen the room, right? Of course. Okay, good. Okay, good. Uh, Isn't Kane a bad movie? That's right. It, it truly is. It is a bad movie. Oh, it is remarkably bad. Yes. It's. The kind of movie where if you just YouTube, like, one scene, that's pretty much the movie. Like, all the acting is as good as <laughs> right. what you see in that scene you watch. And, you know, the, the story is as complex and interesting as the scene that you watch. Like, there's nothing to that movie. It's just garbage. It's so great. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's fun. And then I'll see Jumanji. I, I actually like what it looks like. I like, oh, the, okay. I like the idea behind it. Okay. Um, I like that it's not just a retread. <clears throat> they kind of changed it up a bit, and I, I think it, I think it'll be cool. And they explained why she's in such a skimpy outfit. Um, you know, that was a big deal as to why Karen Gillan's character was dressed that way when it's supposed to be like a kids' movie. Oh, uh, in those shorts and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think they did a good job. Yeah, okay. Got a job of that. So um, it's a pretty good. It's a pretty good December. I'll tell you what I'm excited for, and uh, and uh, the Last Jedi I'll see. I'm not. I'm not salivating. Over no, it. because you're a Star Trek nerd. 
Because <laughs> no, although I do fate <laughs> Star Trek over Star Wars. Um, but uh, no, I'm, I'm I'm excited for it. I want to see it. But it's not like it's not like Thor Ragnarok to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm, I'm not dying to see it. I'll see it when I see it. Yeah. Um, the disaster artist, like we already talked about, that's really exciting. I do want to see Jumanji. And um, I was surprised because when I first heard the movie was going to be like, uh, obviously, The Rock is, is great. Right. So I don't there's that'll that's that'll sell a movie. Just him being in it. Yeah. But like I heard Kevin Hart's in it and he I'm I'm iffy on Kevin Hart. Sometimes I really find him hilarious and sometimes I find him really annoying. Um, but in the trailer, I thought he was funny. Mm-hmm. So I kind of bought that. And then Jack Black. Jack Black, yeah. Jack Black, I did not know, was going to be portraying a man, a, a, a girl, a high school a high school girl trapped in his body. High school hot cheerleader girl. Yeah, yeah, trapped in Jack Black's body. <laughs> right. So that, that was a nice kind of welcome surprise when I saw the trailer and put that together. I thought, ah, but there's a lot of comedy to mind from that. <laughs> um, so, I'm kind of, so I'm kind of excited for that one. And then uh, uh, I'm surprised you didn't say this one because it's got your future wife in it. But uh, I'm I actually want to see Pitch Perfect three. I thought about putting it on the list because I've seen the other two, but I haven't seen them in theaters and I have no real excitement to see it other than her. Mm. Um, But also, you know, Elizabeth Banks is in it and she's also one of my future ex wives. Oh, that's right. Future ex-wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've liked the Pitch, Pitch Perfect movies, and, and I guess I'm saying this not as necessarily I'll go see it in the theaters, but I'm excited for it to come out because sure. I will see it eventually. Um, but uh, I, I thought the first two Pitch Perfect movies were really funny. And so I'm I'm excited for this one, despite it looking like a very, a very, like... Uh, kind of just, let's get it like, over with. Like they were desperate to do another one, so they just threw a, an idea together let's and, close it out make, one more time make a little bit of money and uh yeah yeah. yeah 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 but i like i like everyone who's in those movies i like anna kendrick and rebel wilson and britney snow and uh yeah who is that other one said elizabeth banks yeah i like that they have like a <laughs> an acapella podcast oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, makes yeah. it's funny the whole trailer they're just dogging on them for still being around and being just a complete mm-hmm. joke uh, do you do you have an interest in that um, in that Hugh Jackman movie about the Barnum and Bailey Circus, The Greatest Showman? No, no. no? I'll probably end up seeing it, but I, I just don't. No. Okay. I want to I want to hear what the reviews are on it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it'll be a wait and see. A lot of the stuff that we didn't really talk about will be all wait and see type type things for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That we didn't really get into. Uh, real quick before we wrap up, TV. Um, I'll list the two that I'm looking forward to as far as like new shows or returning shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stranger Things season two. I cannot wait. That's that's Halloween. That's October 27th. Yeah, very I, exciting. I will take off work that Friday so I can just watch it all day. It's only <laughs> it's only nine episodes, so. Uh, but I can't wait. I'm rewatching it right now. And I love it. Um, yeah. And and then. Uh, uh, the Defenders in August. Yes. Yeah, and I didn't think I'd be as excited for it as I was after I saw the trailer. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm still looking forward to. It. I think. I think it's going to be good, and I think whatever whatever Sigourney Weaver is doing is going to be great. Well, Sigourney Weaver's fantastic in everything she does. <clears throat> this is this is true. 
no matter what it is. Did you hear? And I was just going through the list of people that have that have passed away for the year. You know, as I was scrolling through this Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. and I just I just saw here that um, on the 27th of July, Sam Shepard passed away. Yeah, I saw that yeah, the other day. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah, I sure did. That's really disappointing. Sorry, buddy. I knew these other guys. I mean, I knew I knew we lost John Hurd. I knew we lost June 4A uh, and George A. Romero. Yeah, that was recent. That's the loss. And, oh, I remember you guys talking about this on Facebook a lot. Your your boy, Chester Bennington. Yeah, that, that's, that's a shame. Almost two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, huh, Sam Shepard. That's disappointing. All right, well, that's depressing. Way to go, Dave. <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, Defenders, eight episodes, August 18th. All right. I'm excited for it. Can't wait to see it. Iron Fist had better be better in this show than he was in his own. Yeah, I think he's still developing. I think they said he'll be a, uh, more into his his character in this in this than he was in the first. I feel like I feel like maybe they realized, oh, we didn't really do him very well, so we're gonna say that he's developed into the right, Iron right. Fist that we know and love from the comics. Right, right. We're gonna we're gonna DC EU it up a little bit and <laughs> re- rewrite our own history in which Superman was a beacon of hope. Oh my god, dude! Seriously, fuck that trailer. <laughs> what was the oh line? Oh my god! What was the line? Oh man, Bruce. When Bruce Matt, says it. Bruce, yeah, he was like, he was, he was more than, he was more than. Uh, oh my god, I can't even remember. He was praising Superman. He inspired them. Yeah. He he did more than he was more than just a beacon of hope. He inspired them. Oh, fuck you, Ben Affleck <laughs> and Bruce Wayne. Superman was bullshit. <laughs> Superman was fucking bullshit. You just didn't earn it. They didn't earn it. The, the DCEU has earned nothing. Right. Right. You get a moment like in Civil War where Tony and Steve are fighting and you get that, that cover art where the fist uh, slams into the shield. They earned that moment. They yeah. fully earned it. And you get the the iconic stuff in BVS of those two guys clashing, you know, the first time they meet or whatever it is. And they didn't earn a single second of it. Not no. one moment was did it feel like, oh, we worked so far to get to, to this, and and it's it's finally happening, you know. <coughs> and this here it is, it's paying off. Nothing got paid off. The moment was was garbage. I'm sorry. You know, you know what I kind of eating a dead horse. Here, here's my here's my thought on it. Here's why I think that that Zack Snyder and the crew that run the DCEU and WB think that that's totally justified. It's almost like, you know, you know how when you read a story and uh, and you feel like, well, that that developed quickly. That doesn't make any sense. And then you find out that the artist had been planning that for a long time because in his head, that was the most logical conclusion. Because right. for years or for months or whatever, he spent building this world. But the problem is it wasn't presented to you. Right. Right. So that's what I think is like Zack Snyder's like. He's working in the background. He spends years making these movies. He's a very dedicated guy. I mean, he's he's a craftsman. Oh, I sure. Think, despite how I feel about his <laughs> his you know his his end result. Yeah. He pours himself into everything. So he spent years working on Man of Steel and years working on Batman v Superman. And in his head, Superman is that beacon of hope because right. he's been working in the background crafting that story for so long. 
but he can't put himself in the shoes of the audience member and watch the movie and go, this feels totally unearned because in his head, he spent four years building towards this. Yeah, he earned it. Yeah, in his head, Superman's earned it, but he hasn't, Zack Snyder. He hasn't. Right, right. You're wrong. Figure it out, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe they left that in the trailer. I really can't. Like, I thought for sure when they went and they did, um, the you know, they're doing reshoot, reshoots and Joss right. Whedon is involved in it. I thought for sure Joss Whedon would be like, look, I've seen these movies and Superman's kind of bullshit. <laughs> He's great in the comics, but not your version I, of Superman. I love Joss so much. I have this image in my head that he rolled up into the studio and said, let me see the script of yours. Instead of ripping pages out, this has got to go. <laughs> this has got to go. They would never say this. They would never say this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Flash's lightning wouldn't be blue. Right. Right. We're going to have to. Aquaman wouldn't say yeehaw. <laughs> right. Right. Oh. Uh... Uh, just dreams. Uh, I had dreams I have sometimes. Um, if anyone wants to hear me bitch about the Justice League trailer, and and Randy have mixed feelings about it, then we just talked about it on our last episode. There you go. Of of what? Plug it right away since we're closing up. Oh, oh of uh, just two pals, and we talked movies and comics and video games and TV shows. And our last episode, we did uh, we we caught up because we were off for the last the last two weeks. Um, so we got caught up on Evo and the San Diego Comic Con and then some other various, various things that we were excited about. It ended up clocking in as our longest episode. That's right. You guys, ever. you guys used up your vacation time for the year. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 we sure did. Um, but yeah, we, uh, you know, we talked about all that stuff. And don't worry, I didn't bitch about it the entire episode. We mostly <laughs> talked the things we were excited about. There you go. The DCEU stuff maybe took up only a small portion of bitching. There you go. Um, but everything else was good stuff. And you can find us on Twitter at just two pals and me at Johnny Wellens. And that's it. That's it. Awesome. Um, I'm going to talk for just a brief second. Uh, you brought him up. I wasn't going to, but I wanted to now, uh, Chester Bennington did, did, uh, take his own life a few, a few weeks ago. Uh, when this comes out, it would be about a week and a half ago. Um, he was a very important person in my life as far as his music goes, uh, inspiration wise. So, um, if you need help and you think that you don't have anybody to talk to, there's nowhere to go to, there's always somebody. And if it's not somebody that you, you're close to, you can call the, the Suicide Prevention Lifeline, 1-800-273-8255. Find the help. Um, there are people around you that love you and would miss you if you were gone. Um, and there, there are people out there that will listen and let you know that you're not alone. Um, you're not the only person that's feeling this way and... Uh, there are there are things to help you and um, people to help you. Um, you know, it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be that way. So one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. There's help for you. Um, not to say that you're different, weird, or wrong. Um, it's just you know you you need you need help. Uh, we all we all we all get down. We all get lonely. Um, and it and it just takes one bad day. Um, but please, please seek the help if not, um, for you, for your loved ones. Cause they, it, it's a, it's a toll on your loved ones too. So it affects everyone. Yeah. So please, um, please find some help. Um, you're not alone. Um, and you know, you can always hit us up. We're, we're here to entertain you. Try to make your days a little bit better. Yeah. We, we, we also enjoy interacting <clears throat> with the, you know, with, with people who listen with the listeners or the fans or whatever, whatever they want to be called. So. Yeah. Unload your bullshit on us. 
That's right. That's do what right. you need to do. If you got shit going on and things are sad or things are you're feeling angry or whatever and, and you feel like you don't have a way to vent or get it out, send us an email or hit us up on Twitter and send us a DM or something. Just say, this is what's going on in my life and I'm fucking pissed off. We'll listen to you. Yeah, we'll rant and rave with you for a while. Yeah, we got things we're pissed off about too. That's right. That's right. All right. That's our show this week. We are on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, all of that good stuff. Find us, like us. A uh, lot of game streaming over on Twitch, Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash Atomic Geekdom. You can find us there. Um, I try to be there at least twice a week, Friday, uh, Thursdays and Saturdays, and occasionally a good Friday in there as well. Um, just doing random games. Witcher 3 I'm playing, Zelda, some retro games, and Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. A big smorgasbord. I will not play Back to the Future Telltale games ever again on a stream. It is boring. Oh. It is boring, and uh, <laughs> I won't put you through it. Uh, all right, that's our show this week. Thanks for listening, Johnny. Thank you for joining me. Hey, thanks for having me on, Dave. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, we will talk to you all next week, I promise. It's a, it's, it's a promise, not a threat, but it's also a threat. <laughs> <laughs>